Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Go With The Flow podcast. It has been, oh my goodness, nearly six weeks since I have brought my voice out to the world. And I have missed doing this so much. And to be completely honest and transparent, I have no good reason why I have not been here. So um, let's just say if this is your first time listening to Go With The Flow podcast, my name is Robin. I am your lovely host. Sometimes I have guests. Mostly it's been my husband, but I have the house to myself for a moment. So I decided to capitalize on it and pick up the mic and talk about whatever we're going to talk about. Um, I have been uh, venturing into the podcast land uh, for mm, almost two months, but I took a huge break. So I guess that kind of counts against me. Either way, I am here. You can find me on pretty much any platform where you can listen to podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, I believe. So look me up, share it if you like subscribe if you want donate if you can um this is something that i'm growing and hopefully you will grow with me so i really appreciate your support thank you so much for tuning in so now let's go ahead and get into the show you guys it's been forever and i am back i have not It's so bad. I did not even do a review on the final episode of Game of Thrones. Let's just color me distraught. I don't want to go back to that place. It was a wonderful show. It was a wonderful journey. And although it didn't quite end the way that I thought it would, I respect all the people that were involved with it and what they did and what they contributed. And um, some stories ended off the way I thought they would. Some stories definitely didn't. Um, I didn't want Danny to go down the way she did. Although I know Jon Snow low-key didn't want to marry her because that was his auntie and he couldn't get past it. I thought it would have been really cool if they, you know, would have found a way to maybe not be together. But for him to soften her so that she could kind of see her true purpose. And, um... I really still mad about the way Cersei died under them rocks with Jamie. I just felt like it just shouldn't have went down like that. She should have had a more vindictive kill because she was an evil one. And for her to kind of get a happy ending death in a way, although I don't know how much of a happy ending death you can have, it was still much rosier and brighter than what I would have chosen for her. So there's that. But, uh, the Stark children, I think they're going to be all right. Um, and, you know, it's the end of an era. Uh, Game of Thrones was an amazing show. And I enjoyed it. And, um, yeah, I, 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 I definitely have been moving on to some other shows that interest me. And I'm actually going to have a segment talking about the newest show. One of the, yeah, I guess it's the newest show on HBO, Euphoria, which is a whole nother level of an experience. Um, So we're going to talk about that a little bit later. But let's just do a catch up. Uh, The last six weeks have been actually kind of boring. I I honestly can't say that I've been like crazy busy. Um, I did go out of town to go see um, some of my 
my best friend growing up she had a baby and I went to go see her baby which was amazing and then she made me want to have another baby um and my my child started summer camp which is like the first kind of away from mommy thing that's ever happened and I was extremely excited maybe a little too excited um so that's actually been the most exciting thing the freedom let me tell you something I love being a mom it's an amazing gift and it is a privilege but it is also a very a very uh not hard it's a it's a journey you know it's a marathon it's not a sprint and especially with the toddler you have those moments you know their emotions are all over the place and then they make you feel some kind of way and then you got to check yourself and be like wait a minute they're they're a toddler like chill they've only been here for a short time you've been here way longer than they have you need to just relax um and, I, and I'm sure in future episodes, we will talk about parenthood. That's definitely a topic that I love talking about. I love my kid. I love being his mom. And um, I hope I get a chance to be a mom again. Um, but yeah, being free. His his camp is only a three-hour situation. So I'm only free for a small portion of the day. But it's been amazing. I'm just going to say it. It's been uh, fantastic. And I don't necessarily wish I did it sooner, but... Um, yeah, it's something that we both needed. We both needed time away from each other so that we can love on each other harder. So that's been awesome. Um, I'm, I'm about to go out of town again, so I'm not sure how exactly we're going to format the podcast, but we're going to work something out. Uh, I went to Monterey to the aquarium because I'm one of those people. I love going to the aquarium and that may be boring, but I think it's dope. So yeah. Uh, it's 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 been I just been living life I'm gonna put it like that I've just been living life and um I'm I've been missing this and I've been trying to figure out now that Game of Thrones is over even though that wasn't the format that I originally wanted for my podcast I actually have enjoyed it and I've been trying to figure out how do I transition this podcast from there what do I want it to be where do I want it to go? What do I want to talk about? And I don't know that I'm going to make them all about reviews. I have so much more that I'd rather share with you guys. But that will probably be a portion of it. Like I said, I'm going to try to keep it small. But we are going to talk about Euphoria. Because that show is woo, it is wild. And I have to talk about it. I just have to. I have to. I can't not talk about it. Um, so, Yeah. I hope that everybody's been doing amazing and I'm hoping to be back on this on the regular. It's accountability, man. It's accountability. Just completely being um, responsible and showing up, showing up and showing up because I want this podcast to grow and to be able to share my story and other people's stories for hopefully years and years to come. So why don't we... Why don't we take a moment, we're going to take a little break, and we're going to come back, and let's just go ahead and talk about Euphoria now. Why not? All right, guys. All right, guys. So, Euphoria is starring Zendaya, and a big transition from her Disney Channel days. Um, the show is a whole lot. Not because the themes are... Um, out of control or anything like that but it's just it's very intense um it's shot beautifully but it's like 
teenage situations on 1000 it's like my so-called life was like a great show but they took my so-called life and just like (laughs) exploded it like sprinkle some you know some unicorn magic on there and just took it up way 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 up and it's actually a very eye-opening because I'm like I don't know if this is what life is like for most teenagers and the creator this is like basically based on his life so I'm assuming this is what he went through when he was a teenager with maybe some embellishment um or not I don't know but it's 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 a ride it's an adventure and I am not a teenager uh but it's uh I love good acting and I love good storytelling and so I was willing to give it a shot so me and my husband checked it out the um when it came out what about two weeks ago um, well about three weeks ago now and um we're following the story of Rue Rue is Zendaya's character she recently um came back to her home from rehab and basically the story there is she OD'd and her sister found her and she basically from from jump says like I have no intention at all to stay clean so I'm sure as the show continues to roll out we're going to find out more and more about why she's in that state and you know the journey behind that but there's not only Rue there's Rue um, there's her, a new girl in town named Jules and Jules is a trans, uh, trans female teenager and she, um, finds her a lot of her time looking for, uh, I guess not love as much as a hookup. Um, and she's on kind of something like Grinder. And her story kind of rolls out wild because she ends up uh, hooking up with this grown man, aka McSteamy from Grey's Anatomy. And <laughs> um, yeah, she ends up hooking up with a grown ASS man. And um, that ends up being key to the story overall. Who else do we have? Uh, we have Nate. He's kind of the alpha male jock character and he's a he plays a jealous boyfriend in the first episode his girl she very much wants to make sure that she's getting his attention her name is Maddie and who else did we focus on I believe the other character is Kate and she is a um body positive curvy curvy young lady and uh one night at a party she decides to uh pop that cherry uh uh maybe that's not the best way to say it she decides to lose her virginity and um she makes it very very uh a very it ends up being a very interesting situation i'm trying to like tell the story without telling the story and i guess i should have said it right now spoiler alert spoiler alert spoiler alert this is not going to be a long drawn out in-depth discussion about the show like I did with Game of Thrones but either way if you haven't seen it and you're interested check it out if you have someone who's a young adult or like you know a teenager perhaps you should screen it before you show it to them because there are some themes in there that you know it may be uh 
more than you want them to view. So I'm trying to kind of describe it and I'm kind of wrapping see uh, episode one and episode two kind of uh, twining them together because there's so many stories are being told at one time um but yeah we're, we're focusing mostly on rue and this town that she lives in i don't know if it's just like that's just what it is you know drugs and all that stuff but like it's a serious thing and she when she od like i said her sister gia who looks up to her um, found her and we, we see kind of the effects of what happens with her, what happens with her mom. We find out that she lost her father to cancer and that's when she started using drugs. And I, I believe she said she was 13 at that time. So that's the story with her so far. Her and Jules actually end up connecting at, at this party that I'm going to talk about a little bit more they end up connecting at this party and kind of become friends it doesn't seem like it doesn't necessarily seem like it's a relationship it just seems like they're going to be like best friends or or whatever um we also find that Jules has uh, there's a link between the people that she's met and um that she's dealing with that she's not aware of Nate who I told you before is kind of the alpha male He's like, you know, a quarterback and his girlfriend is like, I'm not, I don't know if she's the head cheerleader, but she's a cheerleader and he's an extremely jealous guy, um, very driven, um, and I, I don't, I guess goal oriented kind of, but also very dangerous. You can see there's a danger in him. He, he, there's, there's a lot of things that are going on there that I'm not going to get into just yet um the on this episode but there's a lot of stuff that's going on with him that will be revealed but it kind of ties into why he's the guy that he is and um he also has a tie to Jules that is revealed in the second episode if I decide to keep reviewing this show I will get more in depth with it on the next episode but for now I'm just kind of glazing over um the stories um Kate I believe I want to say her name is Kate but I'm not 100% sure shame on me that means I didn't do all my research um but yeah she ends up getting down with the get down at a party it turns into uh, a video being shared and she kind of spins that and uses it to her advantage and kind of takes control of her sexuality and her identity. And so we we have yet to see how that completely unfolds, but that's kind of the beginning of her story. Um, we have, I want to say, is his name McKay? Y'all, I'm terrible. I'm so terrible. I, I'm sorry. Um, uh, shoot, I can't remember his name. But it's a, it's a dude, I think he's like a freshman in college and, um, he's African-American and he's dating this girl who goes to the school. Like maybe he, he was a senior and she was a junior. He just graduated or something, but he, um, he's dating or he likes her and she has a reputation for being a little loosey goosey and he doesn't care. You know, he wants to 
be with her and I think he's navigating how to treat her and she's kind of over sexualized a little bit and you know we're we're gonna see kind of what happens there like this is there's literally so many intersecting stories that it's kind of like it's hard to even really break it down into a review because I think it's something we're gonna have to wait to see how it all plays out and unfolds and I feel like I'm telling y'all enough but not telling you too much uh Rue the guy who's like he he sells her drugs he really he cares about her I'm assuming they've been friends for a while maybe probably went to school together and he really doesn't want her to be involved with it but he can't stop her from being involved with it and in this last episode she ends up coming over to his house unexpected asking for drugs and he's like yo you need to bounce like you need to leave asap and of course she you know she's just like yo just give me you know give me whatever i'll pay you back later and basically she ends up in a situation where she gets introduced to a new drug that may pose a new set of issues um, but it's very clear that she, her, her drug addiction is deep and I don't know how it's all going to fold out. I hope that maybe because of her relationship with her sister, that she will try her best to repair that. But, um, it's like, it's a lot like there's sex. I saw a lot of penises last episode, um, which was, yeah. And I heard they cut out a ton of them like I think this scene was gonna have like 80 to 90 penises in it and you probably saw about 15 maybe so um which was an homage to Carrie the beginning of the horror movie the original horror film Carrie um so yeah like I mean they make me feel like if this is what teenagehood is in 2019 like I can't even imagine when my kid is a teenager what it's going to be like and it definitely raises things up in you about not only not really society but just the pressures that teenagers go through and you know even like our our relationship with technology and how sometimes we're so zoned into that that we can miss things right in front of us And even then, I feel like even the most present parent who's trying to be there for their child can't necessarily protect them from everything because they just don't know. They don't necessarily know how to help them. They don't necessarily um, know how to be there because, you know, when you're a teenager, you be like, I mean, I love you, but sometimes you don't want to be bothered. And, you know, it's just it's a lot of things. And. I'm going to keep watching the show. I think the acting is um, phenomenal. They they found some great talent. And I'm interested to see where the story goes. Of course, I think it's it's harder to talk about this as candidly as I do with Game of Thrones. Because Game of Thrones is a completely false story. It doesn't exist. It wasn't in the history books or anything like that. Whereas this story is, you know, somewhat loosely based on the reality that people experience. And so it's a lot of a t- touchier subject and I don't feel as comfortable being as jokey about it but anybody who's listening who wants to send in an email and some feedback let me know what you think let me know if there's any other shows that I should watch and talk about I love talking about stuff like that what else am I watching um Chambers which I heard it got canceled that's on Netflix that's an awesome kind of sci-fi show also I'm low-key like going into the naked and afraid world I know totally off topic 
And I know it's been around for seasons and seasons and seasons, but I finally like start watching it from the beginning. Ooh, Chile is one of my favorite podcasters uh, would say. Um, it is wild. It is funny. It is entertaining. It is. I, I pay. I take my hat off to the people who decide to go out in nature naked for three weeks or in some cases uh, 40 days and uh, try to rough it out there. They they are the real MVPs, I guess. I mean, like, if, so if, if being a survivalist is what you're into, like, kudos to you. Me personally, like, that's not my steez. Um, never been something that I was interested in, nor do I think I would be interested, except maybe if it was the, the benefit of some weight loss, you know, because sometimes those people come out and be like, they lost 25 pounds in three weeks. And, I mean, obviously so. They're extremely dehydrated and hungry. Um, but I mean, you know, dropping a dress size or two ain't gonna hurt nobody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, so there's that. Um, what else is going on? What else is going on? I'm about to go to DC and ATL soon. I'm very excited about that. Seeing some fam bam. And, um, yeah, I mean, life is just moving. I can't even believe we're halfway through the year. Like, what? What is happening? Why is it almost July? Like, within days. I can't handle it, and I don't understand it. And it's too much. And, like, why is half the year gone already? Um. So, yeah. So, next week, I'm going to probably work on tightening up the format a little bit more. But we're just going to be, we're going to get into another topic that is dear to my heart. It's a segment that I want to jump into called sometimes I'm not okay sometimes I'm not okay is an open dialogue between uh, me and whoever decides they want to listen and hang in for the whole episode I want to open this up to any fans if you want to send in your questions anonymously or you want to be identified I don't know boo I don't know what your life is um, you can send an email to go with the flow. That's with the E at the end podcast at gmail.com. Again, that's go with the flow E E at the end podcast at gmail.com. Send me your questions, your comments, your feelings. If you need advice again, I'm not a professional, um, but I am here as a listening ear. And I think sometimes it's nice to just, you know, get some feedback from someone who you are, who's completely unbiased. So sometimes I'm not okay is, is a a brainchild of mine because I feel like in this day and age, especially we find that sometimes really fucked up things happen. I'm just going to keep it, keep it playing. Really jacked up things happen. And sometimes it may not, it could be as, as small as, you know, minor, you know, issues in your life that other people think is silly or it could be something major it could be a death it could be you know uh you know losing your home losing your money losing uh, your mind I mean it could be a plethora of things but for me sometimes I'm not okay is the opportunity to discuss that sometimes when we go through our everyday life, our everyday journey and struggles, you're not going to necessarily fall apart. 
but sometimes you're just not okay. Sometimes shit just ain't cool and you don't feel great and you want to be able to talk about it, but you don't want anybody to try to like make you feel crazy or think that you have to do this whole huge venting session. Sometimes it's not even that serious. Sometimes it's just like, dude, I just need to talk. You don't have to say anything back. You could just listen and be there for me and I'm going to say what I need to say and you know and and if I want to say more I'll say more and if not you know we I'm gonna get over it and I am a type of person uh just opening the door on who I am I'm an only child um I am I don't I don't I don't think I'm a shy person I can be a very outgoing person but I'm the type of person who like can very much just be on her own in her own cocoon and is totally unbothered by it and not affected by it. And sometimes that's to my detriment because when it comes to building relationships and making friends, it's about, you know, not only um, being there for people, but allowing people to be there for you. And showing up for people to let them know that you support them in all that they do. And... Um, I was, I was talking about this quote with my, with one of my really, really awesome friends about, um, how you can, sometimes you you cannot, it says like, don't expect, don't always expect you and your relationships or don't expect everybody to be just like you. Um, I totally butchered that, but basically like, just because I'm the type of person who's like, as a friend if we we hang out we kick it we have a great time and then for some reason life gets in the way and we don't talk for three months six months whatever when we pick up it's all good i'm not holding it against you i'm not taking it personal like life happens and sometimes you just get so caught up in your life you don't take the time to just pick up the phone and say what's up how you doing let's hang out let's go get a drink let's go get lunch dinner whatever and although i'm not that person I try to uh, urge myself to show up for the people in my life and I don't always do great at it Um, and my intentions are never to not be there for people it's just that I always have this thing in the back of my head that says it it doesn't matter if I don't show up like people are going to be totally fine if I you know if I don't come through it's not like someone's going to be like where's Robin you know um but it's not really, that's not like what it's about, you know, it's, it's about showing up to have a human experience with other people. And that's one of the things I need to work on. I just do. I just, I think that I'm bugging people or I'm bothering people, or even though I want to send a message to someone, I'm just like, eh, we don't talk like that. So it's hard. Like it's, it's like, it's hard to make, like, sometimes I feel like it's hard to make friends as an adult because you just like, you don't want to do too much. You don't want to seem like, you know, you pressed over somebody. But at the same time, there's no other way to build a relationship with somebody than to actually, like, spend time and hang out with them and get to know them. So, you know, that's something that I have been fiercely protective over is that portion of my personality and trying to figure out how to get over that hump and how to embrace just being more available and allowing myself to, you know, to celebrate others so that when the time comes, people can celebrate me. And and it's a, you know, fairly reciprocal relationship. And 
also sometimes not, I'm not okay is about you know overcoming when things happen to you that you aren't really happy about that suck um I know for me 2018 was a rough year for me it was a rough year and it trickled on over into 2019 um at least in the beginning and uh I lost someone who I you know cared about dearly and I was left in a position where I had to take care of their estates and you know do more than I've ever had to do after losing somebody that I was so close to close to and it became a very traumatic in a way situation it was not therapeutic I did not feel like I got the um the healing and stuff that I was seeking I felt that I dealt a lot with putting my emotions in a box and pushing them way 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 in the back where I don't have to worry about accessing them anymore and it it took me all the way until kind of close to the end of the year the beginning of uh the end of 2018 beginning of 2019 to just say you know I'm gonna live I'm gonna survive I'm gonna carry on I'm gonna close this chapter never forget the person but I'm gonna close this chapter and move forward but I went through a period where I was just not okay. I was functional. I said hi. I showed up. I did all the things you're supposed to do, but I wasn't okay. And a lot of times I felt like I was putting a mask on and saying to everybody that I was doing just fine when I know deep down inside I was hurting. And I didn't give myself permission to just be sad and to be cry and to cry or to scream or, you know. I mean, I did what I had to do and I got over it, but it's, it's really, I think hard sometimes to just say, Hey, I need support. You know, I'm not as strong as I am painting the picture. I am not, uh, indestructible and coming through that, coming out on the other side of it, I felt like people need to know that it's okay to not be okay and if it's something that's extreme and you really need help it's okay to say I need help it's okay to say I need to talk to a professional it's okay to call up and tell somebody I just need to cry can you sit with me you know can you hold my hand can you talk to me whatever it is it's okay it's okay to say sometimes I'm not okay. And I think if people were able to say that and let their guard down, and maybe they don't have to divulge their whole life story, but able to say, you know, some stuff happened and it really, really hurt me. It hurt my heart. It hurt my spirit. And I don't know how long it's going to take me to get out of this. I don't know how long it's going to take me to be happy again, but I want to be happy again. So... If you're listening to this, if you've made it this far, first of all, thank you. I have a sincere amount of gratitude that you made it this far. And if you want to discuss anything or discuss something on behalf of somebody, a friend of a friend of a friend, 
Again, you can email me at go with the flow. That's with the E at the end podcast at gmail.com. And let's discuss, let's just, you know, jump on in and talk about things and do stuff. Um, so yeah, let's take one more break and we're going to wrap it up. All right. All right, guys, you are still here and I'm so appreciative and I thank you so much. We're going to wrap up the show. If you like what you hear, if you want to hear more, if you have suggestions, questions, you want to contribute something to Sometimes I'm Not Okay, you got TV shows you want me to review, again, hit the email, go with the flow with the E at the end podcast at gmail.com. That's go with the flow podcast at gmail.com. Again, my name is Robin and I'm so appreciative that you're here. And I just want to give a quick shout out to my husband for going to go pick up our child so that I could stay and record this he doesn't know that i was recording it but it gave me a moment to get my mind right and put some put some more stuff out there in the world so thank you for listening to me growing with me i hope to grow with you and make this a journey that goes on for years to come thank you so much you all have a wonderful week and i'll see you next time